0: Good evening, everyone. This is Talahua Drive Through Therapy. Thank you guys so much for joining me tonight on another episode. And as always, I'm grateful for your support. And happy Valentine's Day, everyone. I'm actually recording this on the 13th of February. And uh, I'm wanting put this out for valentines and get you ready and prepared and getting in the mood for romance and i don't just mean romance between you and another person i i mean romance between you and you <laughs> uh, i'm a single woman and so often uh, i hear this bad rap that valentines day gets so i come to realize that valentines day is about self love it's about us enjoying and being very free to love one another. And most importantly, it's about self-love. That relationship that you have with you, because you take that relationship everywhere you go. Sometimes we forget about that relationship with ourselves when we are in the presence of another person. And that gets us in trouble. We lose ourselves in certain relationships, and so it's no longer becomes a journey of the self and the love for self uh it becomes more of trying to please the other person or it can become that it can become that and so valentine's day my friends is to remind us all that we are worthy of love and that it starts with us and it reminds us to give ourselves love first before we start loving anybody else <laughs> and we forget this part we forget this part So if you are single or with someone out there, I think you'll really enjoy today's topic and it is how to receive love. Now, all of us might have love already. Let me put it this way. We have a partner already, but I still don't know how to receive love from them. And you can also be single and you're not receiving love from you at this point. So either way, receiving love is a journey of the self really and um, I'll tell you how we do this today. So I'll be asking you some questions here. Helping you identify certain things about the relationship that you have with yourself in receiving love. I hope that makes sense so far but as I'm asking these questions and describing it you'll understand it. I'm telling you I think all of us need a good nice Mm, schooling on that one because man oh man oh man even if love lands in our lap some of us will not know how to receive it we'll just not know how to sit comfortably in it so we're going to find out some of this stuff today that causes this to happen for us and so we can receive love properly and with balance the first thing i want to point out to everyone is that it starts with self-love receiving love really means that i am worthy of receiving love if i do not think i am worthy of it if i think i'm less than or inferior or i have to do a lot of performing to get love then i'm not really gonna receive love i'm not gonna allow it to come in i'm not gonna allow myself to be pampered or to be cared for or to be enjoyed i will get in the way of that believe it or not so i often see uh Patients that come in and that they really f- are feeling unworthy and have had a lot of childhood trauma, possibly issues with being bullied or being, um, conditioned in a really negative sense about their self-concept, their self-identity, their, their, even their image, right? And most of the time, because they think they are unworthy, they tend to get into relationships where they are basically becoming used. Okay, so this person, whoever their partner is, a lot of the times they're just basically taking advantage of their need to feel worthy. And because they don't feel worthy from the inside out, it usually will result in their partner giving that to them giving them their self-worth so they will receive love unfortunately but with conditions because usually the, the partner will take advantage of this individual and because they have low self-love and low self-worth uh, they will be expecting a lot less from their partner expecting a whole lot less from their partner because they don't perceive themselves worthy of more so they won't ask for more they won't expect more does that make sense i hope it does so it's hard to receive love when again the vessel that is being that is expecting this reception would be not worthy to carry love does that make sense so we are the vessel and if we don't think that we are the vessel to carry love or even produce love on the inside, then more than likely we are not going to uh, receive love if it wants to come in from other people. We're going to not be used to it. <laughs> that takes me to the number two thing that you want to ask yourself at this point is am I comfortable uh, taking love or am, am I comfortable giving love? This is a really important time to go look at the past patterns in your relationships and figure out, do you feel like you've been taken advantage of? Meaning that you are a giver, a giver, a giver of love, and you don't feel comfortable taking love. Because you have this imbalance, more often than not, your partner will also be imbalanced because they will not protect you from the fact that you like to give, 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 give. and they will take, 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 take and will not stop it. But if this is happening with you and you're such a giver, your emotional needs will eventually not be met. And because things are off balance, it eventually, if I'm the giver, I will resent the taker. Eventually, it will be about giving, 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 but I'm not expecting anything back, but later I will resent it. So from here on out, I want you to be aware and really, really make an effort to receive love, to get comfortable in taking love as well. With balance, friends, it needs to be balanced out. We don't need to be a taker all the way or a giver all the way. It's somewhere in the middle. I'm able to comfortably receive love as well as comfortably be vulnerable and give love. Beautiful. This is what it needs to look like. And this takes practice, right? But it also takes knowing yourself very well, knowing your self-esteem issues, knowing all the things that you perceive as an insecurity within you, um, and also understanding your past patterns in relationship. If you tended to be a giver, more than likely, you are going to have difficulty taking love comfortably. Okay? All right. So the next question I want you to explore within you when it comes to receiving love is, Why am I afraid to receive love if you are a person that's not receiving love? What is it? It's usually a fear that keeps us away from receiving love. And more often than not, my friends, because I perceive myself as an inconvenience, most of the time you'll hear me say a lot of, I'm sorry, apologizing for really nothing that I've done, but I will try to fix your emotions for you. I will try to, uh, uh, tiptoe around my partner in order for my partner to be happy and then I will perceive myself being responsible for their happiness, responsible for changing their mood, responsible for taking on uh, the and making the other person feel any differently. I, I guess this is the same way I'm saying it, but I want to make sure that you understand how I mean this. I i am afraid to receive love because i don't want to inconvenience the other person and this really comes from old old conditioning somewhere along the line when we were growing up we experienced this constant need to uh, look at a parent's face to determine whether they're going to be happy or sad and me take as a child take responsibility for their happiness or Whatever the their emotions are, if my family was around. Uh if not, I probably would have felt as an inconvenience anytime during childhood or maybe even later on in adolescence and adulthood. But this is a conditioned response. This is something that takes time into making me feeling myself an inconvenience to others. It is not something that's just kind of sprouts up one day. And you'll see it in all patterns, in your friendships. Often you'll say things like, people are taking advantage of me, uh, you'll perceive that people are judging you, often you'll perceive that, okay, so it's not like I'm being humble and I'm thinking I'm such an inconvenience to other people, oh no, it has no positive impact at all, friends, it is simply that I am judging you, judging me. Okay, so I'm perceiving that you think I'm an inconvenience. It's not true, but unfortunately, I've been living that life. (laughs) So if I do perceive myself an inconvenience, I will be afraid to receive love because I don't think you'll think, I again, I'm worthy of the love or I don't think that I'm, I don't want to be taking up your space and your time. Uh, whatever I'm gonna somehow think that you're judging me for it or I'm gonna judge you judging me I guess again <laughs> that I'm repeating myself but I promise you repetition is good for you it ain't bad okay now the next question that I want to ask are my p- expectations of my partner made to control the love that I'm getting or that I'm receiving this is also a way to stop us from receiving love uh, because we don't get love the way we want it. Okay. We don't allow our partner to love us just the way they want to love us. I mean, in this case, that this partner of yours would, for example, get you the wrong gift for Valentine's and you tell them, I'm very disappointed. You should have gotten me this instead, instead of, just seeing that they got you something that is, um, what they felt was loving and was a sign of their love or an expression of it. Uh, in, in this way, my expectations are going to inhibit me from receiving their love because I'm judging it already. I'm having these expectations that put them to the test and A lot of the times they'll fail because they're not mind readers and because, uh, they they may not know what, how you want it. And even if they do know how they want it, they're not allowed to love you the way they want to love you. So all you people that have these partners out there and that that they're going to expect and, and you're going to expect gifts from them tomorrow for valentine's please 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 honor their gift hold yourself back from um making a judgment about the gift just look at it and see the expression of love that they're giving it is not worthy because it's the way i want it's not it's not the ring i wanted it's not i'm not I'm not interested in you expressing love the way I want it. I really want you to express love the way you want to express love. It shows freedom in that relationship and it's really an evidence of true love. I'm accepting you as you are and we are both enjoying each other on this journey. It's wonderful. I'm really now receiving love more openly without judgment. Um, And I get to see also when I'm not receiving love, okay? So let's say you get nothing at all and this person forgets whatever. I need you to see that too, but with kindness, with compassion, that they maybe do not find that as a priority and, you know, does that mean a lot to you? And if it does mean a lot to you, then what is the next thing you want to do about it? Because shaming them and guilting them into getting you something or not getting you something is not, is not really about compassion and it's not about the freedom of love and the freedom that love can bring. So I hope that makes sense. Why I'm talking about this today is because this is also referring to how we on the inside accept love. You know, if a person is expressing love freely, in my presence and i'm there to receive it and honor it what a beautiful journey that is i am really honoring them too and i'm honoring myself and saying i am worthy in the love they're trying to express it's a beautiful thing i don't want you to miss it i don't want you to sit with your expectations and and um Say that I wasn't worthy enough to get this gift that my best friend got from her boyfriend, and blah blah blah, and compare myself to somebody else, or um, compare to myself uh, to a uh, the, the, uh, uh, Nicholas Sparks book. I don't, I don't know. The whole thing is 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 just a bad idea. Okay, bad idea. Just allow love to come in as it wants to be expressed. And what a beautiful thing when you get to see somebody expressing it. The way they want to express it, yeah, yeah, it's good stuff, good stuff, people. All right. So about a couple days ago, I was watching a movie called Legend, and it's on Netflix, and it's about two brothers that were um, gangsters in London. Okay, kind of they they were running the the whole city, and one of them named Reggie. Falls in love with this young lady, and I forget her name. <laughs> terrible, terrible Tala. Anyways, on her wedding day, her mom stops her in the in front of the church before she goes in to get married, and tells her, "Don't marry him." Why are you ma- marrying him? The main female lead character says, "I love him," and the mother says sarcastically, "You don't you don't know what love is," and she responds by saying, I know that love is not the answer to everything or anything, I think is what she says, but love is a witness and Reggie sees me and I see him. Now I had to rewind this like several times people, because I did not understand what she meant by that. Love is a witness. That's what she said. And so that night I kind of sat there for a little bit, googling some shit on this, because again, I love when concepts are introduced to me, and I'm like, what the hell do they mean? And you guys, this movie was so crazy, spiritual, like very deep, but not <laughs> but not all over the movie, but like sprinkled here and there, and I, and I was working on something, and I would look up every second when something like brilliant is being said on TV, and I'm like, oh my god, this, these people are really, <laughs> whoever wrote this was very spiritual. Anyways, so I looked up Love is a Witness, and this is what I had found. And it was a really nice blog from the Huff Post. Uh, and it's uh, written by Judith Johnson. And it's called The Power of Bearing Witness. She describes bearing witness, quote, is largely nonverbal. It is the choice to give the gift of a pure expression of love and respect, being a compassionate observer to the unfolding of another person's life or a particular moment or event. Uh, in a really good marriage, two people bear witness to the fullness of one another's life experiences in good times and in bad. So this is a direct quote from Judith Johnson's blog at the Huff Post: The Power-Bearing witness." I want to make sure that I give her the credit for this because it's a wonderful thing that she wrote about and you guys need to really read that blog. It made me cry actually reading it. So it got me thinking about what is being asked here about bearing witness is really clarifying a lot about love, that when we are with someone, it is not about fixing them it's not about changing them it's not about making them uh fit the mold we want them to feel to fit or giving or for them to give us love in a certain way in the way we want it uh or or whatever it's that's not what it's about it's not a very active role that way it is almost such a passive role that it's filled with humility it says that me and you are bearing witness to each other's life, whether I am sitting with you uh in the hospital while you're recovering from chemotherapy, or I am holding your hand when you have just lost your job and watching Netflix with you, letting you know that it's going to be okay and that you are not alone. And that's what love is about. And when I know that I'm bearing witness, this is something that is within me. I don't have to wait for anybody to love me at that point. It's all about self-love. I am actually so honored to be a part of your life and I bear witness to it. Just by bearing witness to it, I am giving and receiving love all at the same time. I am observing it. I am reminding you that you're not alone and I am reminding myself that I'm not alone. I remember one time in prison where I used to work, I had one inmate was brought into the medical unit because he was on the last final stages of cirrhosis and, and, um, he was really not going to survive it. And he had lost his friend for a long time. That was an inmate living in the regular area, uh, the regular unit. He had lost him because he had to move to the medical unit and he was there by himself and he could see and hear from other people that he's slowly deteriorating right and he was not feeling very well and um and so he refused to eat he was sad and he appeared to be lonely because he had lost his friend and he was on his last few days if he would live that long um by himself in this medical unit which was cold and of course as a cell would look like had no windows it was lonely, and I remember when I heard that he wasn't able to eat, um, I went and I got some rice from the chow hall, and I went down to the unit, and I sat, and I think I pretended to eat some rice. <laughs> I think I bought myself some rice too, and, and I pretended to eat rice with him. I, I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to do. And I think that was what was asked of me at the time. It wasn't to do or say anything. It was just to be there. And surely he didn't survive longer after that. He had passed away in the hospital by himself. And so I'm reminded in those moments that I'm glad I was there. I'm glad that I was able to witness him sitting on his final hours. And I couldn't do much. I couldn't bring his family to him. I couldn't stop his suffering. But what was asked of me to do was to sit with him. I don't know if this helped him at all. I just sat with him and reminded him of being human and human interaction. And it that's at minimum. There was another human right there in the cell with him when he was suffering and I tell you what this room smelled like death when you sat in it so that's why not too many people stayed in there too long uh so the fact that I even got to sit there was was something I think that I didn't even expect of myself I didn't even know what I was doing at the time. But now I know that it was called bearing witness. And it's happening every day, all day. Believe it or not, we are bearing witness to the people that we love. When I'm with my son, I'm not trying to control him. I'm not trying to make him a great person. I, I have I have <laughs> no role in that, really. All I need to do is make sure that he's safe and that he is knowing that he's not alone and that he's loved i can't protect him from his future heartbreaks from girls and i can't protect him from his disappointment when he doesn't get a job or doesn't get accepted to the college of his choice i can't save him or protect him from all that but i know today it is not my job because all my job is to do the highest form of love is to just bear witness and be with him and remind him he's not alone in whatever way I can do it. Whatever way. But I promise you, it is not to fix his pain. It's to help him ride it out. It's not to protect him from it, to prevent him from it, because most of the time I cannot. And I could live in satisfaction and peace knowing that I will want to be present for that moment. So when I'm able to receive love, when I'm able to be comfortable with it, on the inside I am full of love, then it's easy for me to sit and be love when I'm with other people. Just be the symbol of no judgment, the symbol of enjoying them as they are, not having to feel like I'm up or feel obligation towards them, that I need to entertain them, make them feel better, make their day better, put a smile on their face. All that is just nonsense, nonsense stuff that we say. But what it's really all about is bearing witness, you guys. It's the highest form of love. So this is the thing. Tomorrow, when your partner brings you this present, all I want you to do All I want you to think is I'm bearing witness to the way he's expressing or she's expressing her love or his love. What a wonderful thing I get to do. I get to share this day with someone and this moment with someone. I don't need to fix it to make it the way I want it. (laughs) Let it just happen. Bear witness to it. Thank you guys so much for joining me tonight. I hope this helps a lot and I hope every, each and every one of you receives love on Valentine's Day and knowing that you guys can are bearing witness anyways, you're receiving it all day long even if you don't have a partnership of any kind. You are receiving it when you bear witness. I love you guys and not to forget that I'm sending you love, light and the spaciousness to receive and bear witness to love. This has been an episode of Drive Through.